in times of confusion, adhere to bedrock principles, keep right. When in doubt, let conscience light the way, keep right. Amidst cultural confusion, reflect upon our history, keep right. Keep right with Ralph K. Genorio. But the levee was dry. Coeur Idaho's School District Number 271 has announced that as part of a shuffle in senior administration, the former director of assessment will now take on a new assistant superintendent post with duties to include overseeing instruction, federal funds, and equity. The district will also be asking the voters through an August 30th levy for additional monies for ailing facilities. This is probably typical of what's happening in your local school district around the state and around the country. There will continue to be massive expenditures on the district's central administration. Together, one superintendent, soon to be three assistant superintendents, and eight directors coordinate policy for 19 schools of varying types. Coeur d'Alene School District 271 is indeed one of Idaho's largest. Aside from forests of paperwork, What does the centralized bureaucracy produce? Will it bring equity, which is really another name for uh, the communist concept of equality of result, regardless of individual effort? Will this bureaucracy bring more federal money with all of the strings attached that inevitably accompany financing from Washington, D.C.? Is this what the voters of Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, crave in their schools, a centralizing bureaucracy that steals initiative from classroom teachers and building administrators? Top-down standardization is the inevitable consequence of having so many senior administrators and so much federal money pouring in. The planners plan for everybody in such a system, and no planner works anywhere near a classroom or a student. Such a system exemplifies a hardening of the arteries in our schools. This news accompanies a more than statewide problem recruiting new teachers, something not seen before now. Despite decent pay, uh, excellent benefits, extensive time off, and an opportunity to do real good, the teaching professions lack the appeal they once had. What has changed? Well, the scope of real authority for classroom teachers has been declining for decades in exact proportion to the rise of central planning. Classroom teachers are increasingly seen as mere functionaries, implementing the designs of theoretical planning specialists and empowered visionary administrators. This was not always the case. Teachers were once treated as skilled professionals who made most of the important choices in their classrooms. They were rightly respected as being the experts in their chosen curriculum, instructional techniques, classroom discipline, and especially in their understanding of the characteristics and needs of their individual students. Under loose supervision, empowered teachers designed curricula, innovated new lessons, made a fair number of mistakes, and adjusted accordingly to develop the best methods for themselves and their students year by year. Students once saw in their teachers many diverse examples of how free adults approach the challenges and opportunities of life. Teachers had the time and freedom to independently hone their craft, while also offering wisdom and life lessons to each interested student. Teachers, as well as school principals, worked with troubled students whom they came to personally know and understand. Discipline was used to teach that destructive choices consistently led to fair punishment. 
students saw that everyone concerned cared enough to get involved and help them to earn success. All of this was understood as being art, not science. Acculturating young people to become healthy, productive, and independent citizens was more about common sense character and trust than it was about any pedagogical theory or methodology. Such schools required minimal supervision, limited paperwork, and no top-down ideological vision. The structure of school organizations allowed for each person to learn how to make their optimal contribution. Today, a cult of the central planner has taken hold. Theoretical specialists purport to have answers to all of the problems of the human condition. They tout the inherent superiority of their data-driven decision-making, common assessments, prepackaged curricula, and social and emotional manipulations. Instead of all too fallible teachers, idiosyncratic principles, traditional academic standards, and predictable discipline, these planners today offer an ideologically correct set of master plans. They insist that human error can be purged from education by replacing the chaos of free choice with the harmony of their control. Does this sound at all familiar? A theory about the perfectibility of both human nature and society through the centralized regulation of choice? Our district leaders are good and able people, but they have completely lost sight of their own unreflected upon institutional biases. The system has devoured them. There is no real reason why Coeur d'Alene, Idaho School District 271 could not work towards a decentralizing model for their organizational structure. Nothing prevents the district from committing to transfer control of our schools from central planners back to the principals, teachers, parents, and citizens where they belong. Nothing forces us to accept one more grant or one more dime of federal money at the expense of local control. Nothing structural stands in the way of working to eliminate the jobs of the vast majority of the district's central planners in order to reallocate funds and most especially control back where it belongs as close to each student as possible. Nothing prevents any of this except our commitment if we awaken as an electorate and recognize what has gone wrong with our schools and how to fix them, we can restore an education fit for flesh and blood human beings. Thank you for listening. Please share and subscribe. Remember, we are each connected to the great Western tradition going back to before Christ and Caesar. It is for us to carry that tradition forward by willingly bearing the burden of eternal vigilance, freedom, is only for the brave.